Hello and welcome to Middle Church Online. I am Natalie. I'm the digital minister here at Middle. Um, we are so glad that you've chosen to worship with us. Thank you for coming. Um, as you'll notice, my background's a little bit different than it usually is. I'm in Indianapolis visiting family. Um, let's get into our worship and our opening hymn, but before we do, let's take a deep centering breath together. Nature is abuzz, the sun is shining. Let us worship God. This morning when I rose up, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I rose up, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I rose up, I didn't have no doubt. I know the Lord. My name is Miss Elise, and this is Message for All Ages. Today, I'm going to talk to you about it. Hey, what about 
me. Oh, I'm sorry. This is my friend Kovu. He's here to help us. As I was saying, I want to talk to you about a big word that you're going to hear in today's sermon. That word is unity. Do you know what this word means? Oh, oh, me. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> well, that's okay. Unity is when we are one, like a team. And when we come together as a team, we are unified. Uh, does that mean we all have to be the exact same person? No, that wouldn't be very fun. It means that even in our differences, we support one another by being loving and kind. Okay. Oh, that sounds a lot better. You know, unity sounds like a great word. It is a great word. But you know, it's not always easy to be unified. Hmm, I wonder. Young friends, can you think of some ways that we can act like a team? Why don't you have your grown-up help you put them in the chat below so all of us can read what you're thinking about? And in the meantime, Kovu, can you think of any examples? Oh, uh, are we unified when we help each other do our chores? That's such a great one. Mm, are we unified when we make sure that all young people are treated kindly and get to share their ideas? Yeah. Uh, are we also unified when we share our dog treats with each other? <laughs> totally. Those are some great examples, and I can't wait to read what our friends put in the chat. Friends, it takes all of us to be a team. We aren't unified if anyone is sad, or tired, or hungry, or scared. Let's make sure that whenever we can, we do what's right for all of us. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, why don't we pray together? Dear God, thank you for being loving and kind and leading the way so that we know how to be unified. Amen? Amen. Okay, friends, let's go sing Sia Hama together. Oh, I love that song. Me too. We are marching in the light of God. 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 We are marching. We are marching. We are marching. There are so many great things happening at Middle, so please download this week's bulletin and go to our website to see all of the ways to get involved, from writing and acting workshops to youth activities. And speaking of youth events, we are planning a youth engagement lab on August 18th and 19th. We've got some great activities planned those nights for our young people. We are also holding a revolutionary parenting workshop next Sunday at 10 a.m. And finally, don't forget our weekly chat and chew for an opportunity to gather with others to talk about the sermon and worship in general. We can't wait to see you at these events. Let us pray. Dear God, today we pray a simple prayer. Please hold us. Please help us to feel held. May all of your children know that we are loved by you in this time of such uncertainty and such loss and such confusion and such pain. 
May each of us know that though we have much work to do to make heaven a reality for all on earth, we must find the time to take care of ourselves, our spirits, our mental health, our bodies. Dear God, please help us to find inner peace as we navigate change after change because as Octavia Butler says, God, you are change. May we know that we have all that we need to survive, pivot, grow, heal, and thrive. God, we know that there are big things that we have to do to make this world just, but let us sometimes turn our attention to the hard things in our private lives that affect how we show up for the big things in our global world. So, may everyone navigating their identity in this new world know that they are held. May every parent worried about their children in this time know that they are held. May everyone struggling to put food on the table and everyone navigating sickness and death, may they know that they are held. May those going through breakups and changes and shifts in relationships, those who've had to move away from home, those wrestling with addiction, those struggling with body issues, those dealing with complicated family dynamics, may we all know that we are held. And may we find the strength to show love for one another in however tiny ways, like sending an I love you text or a card in the mail or a simple wave to someone on the street through a mask. May we feel love. May we give love. May we be full of love so that we can go out into the streets and change the world. In your name, we pray. Amen. And now let us pray the Lord's Prayer in the words that Jesus taught us. You can say whatever version feels right to you, and there's an inclusive version in the bulletin if you'd like. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This is Joanna. This is Jason. Michelle. Maya. And we're just sending a little message to let you know that we're thinking of you and miss you and you can't wait till we're back together again soon. Okay, so sending peace and love. Yeah.
It all begins with one. 
Friends, today's scripture reading is Psalm 133. How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down over the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there, the Lord ordained his blessing, life forevermore. Family, pray with me. Creator, almighty God, oh God, please, let our hearts, ears, and minds be open for you are still speaking. Let us hear. Amen. You know, it's interesting. The name of this sermon is We Are One. And a song that I am totally encouraged by and I'm always excited to hear is we are the ones we've been waiting for. We, we are the ones that we've been waiting for. What a joy to hear that right before I jump on and do digital ushering on Facebook. And you know, for a time such as this, something I think about is we're challenged on every level and how do we keep it together and hold it together and come together and stay together at a time such as this. Perhaps we're in a place, family, of very necessary disruption. Somehow we must remember that we are the ones we've been waiting for. Today's scripture is Psalm 133, a short, poetic, and historically profound scripture. Hmm, reveal time. I remember when I was an undergraduate at Syracuse University and I was asked to bring a particular inspirational writing to a student union meeting. And I, in my, what I thought my wisdom was at that time, that I was just going to pick something out of the Bible about unity. What a great message for the student union meeting. And I'm such a thoughtful and wonderful and a marvelous campus leader to offer such a scripture. Hmm. Well, as I began to read the scripture, I heard the oohs, the ahs in the audience. Ah, loved getting that feedback from my peers. And I decided not to read the rest of the scripture. Yes, I know Psalm 133 is a short scripture, but I decided not to read the rest. I decided that I didn't want to read scripture that I was still wrestling with or that challenged me. Who is Aaron? Hermon? Oil on the beard? What is that? So I just summed up and said, I'll read the part I like about unity and being pleasant and being together. Eh, all the other stuff, what does that mean anyway? My 19-year-old self was a puffed-up, egotistical student leader who only gave attention 
to what I thought was the best part of Psalm 133. The verse that comforts and compels us to keep the faith. Unity in God is the significant theme in Psalm 133. How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. Verse one. Hmm, feel good verse, yes. All right, fast forward to 2018. As I was a grown woman attending seminary, dealing with the deconstruction, construction and reconstruction of my comprehension, not just of the Bible, but of other holy scriptures, I realized that comfort and discomfort go hand in hand as I continue to learn life lessons. I cannot just engage with the scripture that lifts me up. I cannot just engage with the scripture that makes me feel comfortable. I must also engage with scripture that gets under my skin and it angers me and it annoys me, but most of all, it challenges me. My grown self read all of Psalm 133, hmm, in the now and the present. My grown self asks now, is there a possibility that we can live in unity? Is there a promise that we can be one? Huh, really? How can we consider unity? How can we think about unity when there's so much trouble in the world, pandemic, economic panic, violence, conflict, so much, so much trouble in the world, so much trouble in the world. So pause. The historical aspect of this psalm might mm, provide insight for our time and place. The poetry of the first verse tells us that for generations upon generations, connection, goodness, and the pleasant work of being together for common causes generates harmonious unity. Maybe, I wonder. Psalm 133 is a song of ascent, a song for going up to the high holy place. The Jewish people in ancient times considered the high holy place as the temple in the city of Jerusalem. The worshipers at that time literally went up to the mount to reach the temple. At the temple, Jewish congregants considered it the highest act to worship God. Now, my spiritual imagination comes forth and again, I wonder, did all Jewish siblings sing with joy as they ventured up the mount to go to the temple? Were there ancient Jewish siblings climbing up that mountain to the temple with heavy hearts, carrying sorrow, doubts, regret, fear, frustration, Perhaps they were singing to reclaim and to repossess their joy, their abundance, unity, that oneness 
maybe. I wonder. The second verse refers to how our love and unity flows like precious oil. It is like the precious oil on the head running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down over the collar of his robes. We may think and we may remember that Moses anointed his brother Aaron with oil. Moses offered this rite of passage to Aaron to remind him of the priestly tribe in which he belongs. Generations and generations to come are still aware that oil represents the ever-flowing worship, overflowing abundance of God's love, bringing the faithful together in unity, a blessing of the spirit. Psalm 133 also discusses the dew of Hermon. Mount Hermon is a distant to the north mountain, north of Jerusalem. Mount Hermon rises above the Jordan Valley. And Mount Hermon is usually arid and dry. So the dew that comes after the rain and snow is considered quite precious. So the third verse, it is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord ordained his blessing, life forevermore. This psalm encourages us to keep the faith. Our hope, our love must flow on and our abundance comes in many forms as one beloved community. Our oneness in faith, hope, and love is the power of God's grace. The psalmist also reminds congregants for all to worship God as one. The psalm reminds us in the present day that the high holy are not just on a mount. The high holy is flowing down into the valleys and plains the high holy flows in you and in me. Mm. The high holy places live on in you and me, in us. Let this psalm support us in this time and in this place to be able to keep it together, hold together, come together, and stay together. Again, because we are in a place of perhaps necessary disruption, necessary dis disruption to do new things and to heal in new ways. Let that oil run down. Like our Jewish ancestors, that climb that they made to the temple, we're climbing to get to our temples in this time and place. Climb on. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Let unity and oneness in faith flow on us abundantly. We are one. This is what love looks like at its very best, at its very best. It is unity, it is pleasant, 
It is everything. Yes, this is what love looks like. We are one. Maybe, I wonder, let it be so. Amen and amen. Hello, Middle Church. Welcome. My name is Deborah Berg McCarthy. I've been asked to talk about joining the movement. My own story is that I joined Middle in 2015, and I initially started attending services as a choir member when I joined Jerry's Johnson Gospel Choir in 2014. So between my choir community and rehearsals on Thursdays and the church services on Sunday mornings, I knew that I had found my spiritual home and I was very glad to reignite my commitment to my faith so that I could remind people that love is a verb. Um, the movement started long before I joined Middle, but my experience was that Middle Church was the most revolutionary, inclusive, well-balanced, diverse community of Christian faith I had ever found. And I was thrilled that I'd finally found a church that worked for me. The leadership is strong. Our, our senior pastor, Reverend Jackie Lewis, is fighting for our rights every day. We are so blessed to have such a strong and faith-based leader at Middle Church. I also very much appreciate the traditional um, format of our church services. Having been raised a preacher's kid, it make, gives me comfort to have the traditionals, the scripture readings, the, the hymns, the, the offering, the sermon, the prayers for the people, the children's choir. It's all something that brings me peace and joy. My um, further interest in the church is that current events are welcome. <laughs> You hear the scripture of the Old Testament and the New, but it, as it applies to modern day, as it applies to our political climates now, the environment, racism, slavery, immigration, even women's rights and LGBTQ movement, we talk about everything at Middle. We are a place where we can support each other in rising up. We invite you to join us. Join us in the movement to, to make love a verb. Join us in the movement to rise up, to raise our consciousness, to understand now is the moment that we can make things change. We are doing it and we invite you to join us. Thank you.
Let us pray. Most holy God, we thank you for these gifts. Bless all that we give to show your radical love to all people. Bless our time, our talents, and our resources. Thanks for reminding us today that we are one. And may these gifts help all of those in need throughout the earth. Amen. You gotta put one foot in front of the other and lead with love put one foot in front of the other and lead with love you gotta put one foot in front of the other
up your eyes. Don't you despair. Look up ahead. The path is there. family, it's Jackie here. Worship was amazing once again, wasn't it? I'm so thankful for all who made the worship beautiful and grateful to have this digital connection with you. So as I write and as you have a happy August, let me give you this benediction. May God bless and keep you. May God make her face to shine upon you. May God lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. And may they give you peace. Amen.